Welcome to the Ghost Tea Podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Willow, a clairvoyant since childhood, paranormal investigator, and a witch. Today, we're going to talk about Lucifer, the Devil, and Satan. I'm not going to lie, I was a little bit intimidated to do this episode because I know that a lot of people have very strong opinions about Lucifer or Satan or the devil, and I know that my opinion of this is going to ruffle some feathers. However, I hope that it will be something where you can hear me out and maybe open your mind to a new perspective, or at the very least, maybe gain some knowledge that you didn't have before. And as always, I want to remind you that everyone has different views on things, and that's okay. I don't ask you to believe what I believe in, I just want to share what I've found in my personal path with others. Now, let's get into the tea. In the Bible, the devil and Lucifer and Satan are commonly put together and assumed to be the same entity, and they're commonly seen as this antagonist, the villain, the person that is always tempting people to commit sins, etc. Growing up in a Christian household, I am definitely not immune to hearing the stories about how Satan tempts us and how the devil is always conspiring to have us turn against God and go against our faith. So the day that he showed up in my roommates in my living room, I can say that I was a little bit surprised, but also not because I had strayed very far from where I had been as a Christian. I know for a fact that there was a part of me that saw him standing there in the living room and thought, okay, this is it. This is the point where I get in trouble. This happened in the fall of 2019, so I was busy at the time working my warehouse job, and at the time, I didn't really feel called to working with him, and it ended up being my roommate who ended up working with him primarily during that time. For those who know my story from 2019, You'll know that I became homeless in January of 2020 and was homeless until August of 2020 and then became homeless again in October of 2020 and then became not homeless again in December of 2020. Very complicated roller coaster ride. During the first part that I was homeless from January to August, I was primarily having Archangel Gabriel and Archangel Michael around me, and they were just kind of supports to me while I was going through all of it. I had my guide, Nikato, and they were the main supports from Spirit for me during that time. When I moved in with my second roommate in August of 2020, I initially had Archangel Gabriel with me to help me get settled in. But there was a night, I believe it was around the end of September, maybe early October, when Lucifer came in and it was an exchange between him and Gabriel and Gabe was standing there and they had a very cordial conversation that I did not hear and then Gabriel left and then Lucifer stayed. From that point on, I started working one-on-one with Lucifer on shadow work, and primarily he was helping me with my religious trauma. He would help me do shadow work sessions to help me work through triggers that I had from my past roommate, as well as help me to start healing those parts of me that had been very wounded by the church. Although I didn't have a negative view of Lucifer at that point necessarily, I was still really nervous to work with him because I just didn't know what to expect and I had never had an experience working with a deity like this or even an archangel like that. 
I remember in the beginning being very nervous and him noticing that and being very gentle with me because he obviously didn't want to scare me and he wanted to help, but I just didn't know how to treat him. Do I treat him as an archangel? Do I treat him like a deity? I just didn't really know what to do. But the truth is, he very quickly showed me not just kindness, but great compassion and empathy for what I was going through as well as the trauma that I had experienced. I do remember having a conversation with him in the beginning about what I should be calling him because back when he visited my past roommate and started working with her, he introduced himself as Halil, which is his archangel name. However, when I spoke with him, he told me that he goes by many names, obviously, because some people know him as Satan, some people know him as Lucifer, some people know him as Baphomet, some people know him as Halil, and so on. When I asked him which one he preferred, he simply said that I should use a name that I didn't have any negative connotations with. So if I felt negative feelings or anger or afraid from using the name Satan or Lucifer, then he would prefer that I call him by something that I felt more comfortable with and didn't have a bad association with. So at first I called him Halil, and very quickly it just felt very formal and stuffy, so I started calling him Azazel, and this is where people will start disagreeing with me. I completely understand that some people don't feel that Azazel and Lucifer are the same thing. In my personal experience working with him, he explained to me that Baphomet, Lucifer, Satan, Azazel, and Halil were all different names that he went by in different aspects of who he was. But I'm definitely not an expert on Lucifer, and I definitely know that there are going to be people who feel differently than me, and that is completely okay. So after calling him Halil for a while, I moved on to Azazel and was working with him that way. When I say working with him, I mean I was doing ritual, calling him in, doing blood sacrifices, using my own blood and just doing rituals to help celebrate him as well as welcome his energies in to help me work through any shadows or traumas that I had to release. He would commonly come to me before I would go to bed at night and ask me if I wanted to do shadow work while I was sleeping and to be honest I had a lot of nightmares during that time but it actually was good nightmares if that even is a thing (laughs) and basically it was just just him bringing up different things that were triggering to me and as soon as I would wake up he would be right by my bed and asking me what I thought the nightmare represented and by doing that he helped me become even more aware of what it is that I was truly afraid of and what it was that I was truly experiencing so that I was able to address and release it. After utilizing an altar specifically for him for about a month or maybe a month and a half he asked me to create an altar for myself, which was actually very confusing, but he explained that it was a self-love altar, that he didn't want an altar specifically to celebrate him after my initial working with him, and that he accepted the initial altar because it was a way for me to thank him for coming in to help me, but that his goal was to help me to move past trauma that I had, and some of that trauma was related to self-love and not loving myself after having the experiences that I had had. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, soon after that, I was having to move out again and became homeless once again, which meant that I didn't have an altar space to utilize to do that altar. However, during the second homelessness that I went through, he was there pretty much consistently with me during that time and was able to help me work through traumas as they would arise. I did introduce him to my TikTok audience and people very quickly fell in love with him, realizing that he wasn't this evil monster, but was actually just this very kind and compassionate being that was wanting to help us to accept ourselves more, as well as be true to ourselves and be honest about our wants and needs. During the initial experience of working with him, I learned very quickly that Satan and Lucifer are the same person but that the devil is actually completely different, at least according to him. In his way of explaining it, he said that Lucifer and Satan, as well as the other aspects of him that he had talked about, like Khalil and Baphomet, were parts of him that represented the rebel self. They represented the part of ourselves that wants to not be governed by institutions above us that were telling us what we needed to be doing, but rather listening to our own intuitions and our own wants and our own needs and governing our own lives. The devil, on the other hand, in his words, just didn't actually exist. And to be honest, it makes total sense. Think about this. So society and religious cultures and things like that encourage us to place blame when something bad happens on the devil. The devil made me do it. Lucifer made me do it. I was tempted by sin. I was tempted by the devil, etc. By doing this, we never truly have to take responsibility for our actions. If you commit adultery, but you say that the devil tempted you, then suddenly you're forgiven for taking those actions against your spouse. Because who can tempt the devil? You have to work against him. It's something that takes your responsibility out of those actions. Now I know that not all churches are like that and not all religious leaders are like that and encourage that, and yet continuously it is used as a common excuse for outrageous behavior. A few weeks ago, we talked about shadow work, and in my opinion, the devil, I believe, is our society's shadow. It's something that carries our vices, our wants, and our desires that we continuously try to suppress and ignore. But it's also something that we continuously pretend that isn't influencing us to want certain things. We use it as an excuse to shame ourselves about our desires and our wants and our human needs. But it also constantly puts us in the victim mindset, which means that we have to rely on a higher source to save us. It's the perfect excuse to have us stay within the cages of a society that encourages us to be powerless. It's a crutch that allows us to never have to take responsibility. We aren't running from the devil. We're running from ourselves. We're running from our shadows, our traumas, our pains, our desires, our needs that aren't being satisfied by society or religious circles because we're not allowed to want those things. We're not allowed to feel that way. I just find it unfortunate that a being that wanted us to have free will and choices is seen as the villain or the bad guy in a society that doesn't want us to have choices. 
In another episode, I would like to go over what Lucifer shared with me with what happened during the fall, because it was actually not anything like what the Bible described it to be. And I'm curious to hear your thoughts about this topic and what you think and what your opinions are. I think it's so valuable to hear other people's opinions and other people's viewpoints on things, and I find it fascinating. I hope this helped widen your perspective of Lucifer, the devil, and Satan, and I hope that it helped bring you some new enlightenment that maybe you didn't have before, or just maybe made you think. As always, for those interested in booking a session with me, you can do so by signing up for the waitlist on my website, www.arielwillow.com, and going to the services page. If you have any questions about anything that I cover in my podcast, please feel free to leave me questions that I can answer in my next Q&A episode. Submit those questions at anchor.fm forward slash ghost tea podcast and click the message button. As always, stay safe, stay curious, and keep learning. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys again soon.